0: Welcome back to the Snowmobile Podcast. This is your host, Court Van. Today's episode, we are talking with Gaitan Chester Duval. Chester was the uh, race director for uh, Skidoo uh, in the uh, early '80s uh, into in, into the um, late '80s, and um, very uh, very tough job at that uh, at that point uh, in uh, in racing uh, history. Um, that was the introduction of the uh, offset uh, Skidoo's, uh, the Twin Tracker, and the uh, the Pro Stock Skidoo snowmobiles. And uh, oval racing was booming back then. Um, you know, the full field of uh, twin trackers, and uh, and also the introduction of the uh, the uh, Pro Stock uh, series, um, 56 horsepower uh, uh, snowmobiles uh, racing on ovals and uh, and snowcross, uh, kind of starting out then, uh, mostly with uh, Ice Le Mans races, but uh, getting very it was very popular, and then uh, and then the uh, all the uh, the snowcross type races uh, started after that, but. Uh, uh Chester was uh, responsible uh, for um for the um, kind of direction of the uh, of the series uh and sponsorship for Skidoo and uh and, and the racers so uh, hope you like this um had a, ch- a chance to uh, talk to uh Chester uh, back this past summer and uh the Rockburn uh, Vintage Festival and um um a uh, you know great great day, great conversation then you can see that video actually uh where uh he was uh, interviewed along with uh, um Wayne Nicholson and Lanny Benoit uh, were also there. And um, so there's a video of that on my uh, YouTube channel. And you can uh, look at that at uh, Power Sports Online. And that's the, uh, the uh, YouTube uh, channel. So check that out. And uh, you can see Lanny and Wayne and uh, see what they're doing now. And, and, and they have some nice uh, racing stories back then too. So um, remember, you can uh, listen to this uh, podcast on uh, SoundCloud. Just uh, uh, subscribe to it on SoundCloud. Uh, snowmobiling podcast and also on iTunes. Uh, We're also on all the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just uh, search snowmobiling podcast and um, check out all the past episodes. And there's, uh, what, uh, 57, 58 episodes now. So uh, listen to them all. Um, iTunes is actually the best uh, for for doing that because you can actually uh, download them to your uh, smart device and uh, listen to them on the go uh, through your uh, car stereo or um, uh, Whatever, whatever you're using. So, uh, you can also contact me at snow at gmail.com and um, uh, fire me off an email and uh, give me some ideas uh, that uh, you might have. Uh, any uh, any racers you'd like to hear from, um, and I can uh, give, them a and give them a call and call them up. So, hope you like this one. Here's Chester Duval. Hey, Uh, we're talking to K10 Chester Duval, um, and if uh, the name doesn't sound familiar, uh, he uh, had a huge role in uh, in uh, snowmobile racing um, in the, um, I guess in the uh, in the eighties, uh, late eighties and early nineties uh, uh, with Skidoo. Is, is that correct, Chester?
1: Well, uh, first of all, I start with Skidoo like uh, back in seventy eight. Uh, I was uh, involved uh, mostly with uh, racing uh, uh, on the clutching and uh, chassis building, you know. And uh, I support uh, Claude De Rosier as a mechanic uh, back in 78. And uh, officially, we start uh, uh, making the new sleds, you know, for the upcoming season. So uh, my first... Uh, Real project that I was uh, uh, working on. It was the '79 uh, uh, offset uh, Skidoo uh, snow pro machine. Right. So that's the real one. That uh, the first one that I have built.
0: Right. So um, you, how did how did you get started in in, in building? You, you you were a mechanic first, and then uh, you, you got your job at at Skidoo. Is that is that how
1: it went? Uh, not really. I was I was racing myself when I was a kid. You know, like 18 years old. Uh, my first uh, real uh, racing machine was a Skirol, uh RTX uh, nineteen nineteen seventy one, 1971 uh, 800 triple with a Hurt engine. That's the real first machine that I've uh, start racing with. And then uh, the year after, uh, I bought myself a. A Ski Doo uh, Blizzard uh, 650 uh, triple. Oh. And uh, I raced, you know, local and, uh, you know, original race and stuff like that at the time. And uh, a <clears throat> couple of years later, uh, I had a, de- a deal with Ski Doo. Uh, they supplied me a 250 RV and back in 75 uh, that I raced on a uh, Quebec circuit, you know, uh, successfully. But uh the year after uh they supplied me with a 77 Skiddoo Blizzard Superstock 440 racing mostly Quebec New England and uh Ontario once in a while mm-hmm. and uh 78 well then uh they decided that I was better mechanic than driver so I start working with uh, Claude De Rossier that was uh racing the Quebec and uh Ontario circuit, you know, at the time and uh, so we uh, work on the uh, 78 Blizzard, uh, I, the first uh, IFS uh, super stock machine uh, and uh, well that was basically it, you know, uh, that's how I started with Skidoo.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I vaguely remember uh, cloud uh, racing in Ontario uh and uh, that that year, the uh, in 78 uh, uh, he was he was one of the fast ones, one of the regulars, uh, mm. you know, along with the uh, the, the Vandolers and stuff like that, yeah. the, De- the Deckers too. So there was a, g- a big uh, a good a good team that you yeah. had back then. So yeah. you start you started as a mechanic. Mm. Um, when when did you st- take over yeah. the, the role yeah. uh, role of um, of race director, or or when when did you move into the racing department?
1: Well. Uh like I've said uh, back in '78, I started uh, working as a technician for uh, the Skidoo team, uh, doing mostly clutching and chassis work, you know, and stuff like that. And uh, after uh, the uh, second year uh, that I was working at Skidoo, uh, we were working on the uh, '79 offset, the first offset IFS yeah. uh, that Skidoo had. Uh, so uh, we work on it. Uh, I was still a, m- a mechanic for the team at the time, and uh, finally, back in uh, s- at the end of 79, the Réjean uh, uh, Borgard, that was the uh, race director at the time, uh, decided to quit, so uh, they offered me uh, the job you know, as a race director, so that's how I start working on it. And uh, Regent and I, at the time, uh, we had uh, initiated the uh, Twin Track project uh, back in, uh, well, we were in '79, but uh, the model uh, that came out was an '81 Twin Track. So uh, we, uh, I started uh, working on the Twin Track project, and uh, finally Rajan quit, and I ended up, you know, uh, just before the race season. Uh, being on top of the the team, so uh, that's that's really how I did start, you know, officially with SkiDoo as a race director, you know.
0: Yeah, that that the uh, the twin track pro- project must have been a pretty uh, a pretty uh, uh, you know uh, nightmare almost to 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 develop. I mean, here here's a totally different sled than what people were used to. Um, mm-hmm. the, the blizzards were very successful and then and then they they went into the, uh, the the twin track program how how long did it take to really develop the the twin tracker when when was it put on the table um when was it, when did you start building prototypes and what what was the time frame for that
1: well uh i remember uh, back in uh, 1980 uh we won the uh, world championship with jack uh with a single track and uh we always had in our mind you know to uh to work with a twin track uh, because uh, first of all we were uh, really uh uh, how should i say Uh, we wanted to to get uh, the driver with more protection so that's that was the the basic of it you know and also uh, we wanted to have a better cornering system. And we knew that the twin track was the a good answer uh but to be honest with you uh you know back from uh, nineteen eighty uh at the end of nineteen eighty when we came up with the eighty one twin track uh you were uh, saying a, a nightmare that's <laughs> the i would say yes that that was a real nightmare you know uh we we end up uh you know uh, at the race season and uh with no end that year, uh, but we uh, we knew that we have a good combination, you know. But uh, it was only a matter of time before uh, before we put everything together. But uh, in my mind, you know, it took about three years uh, to have the uh, the twin track really w- uh, going the way I wanted. Uh, to me, the eighty-two uh, version, uh, eighty-three version, I would say. Was the, the best one uh, from all of them with the four bar system, you know. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after that, we, uh, we developed the uh, A frame. Uh, there was, uh, the A-frame was A frame was a much better machine, you know, uh, in rough terrain. But the four bar was more performant, uh, let's say, on a smooth surface uh so that's why there was some controversy uh, in between the a frame and the uh four bar some prefer one some other the other one i myself uh i would say that the the a frame was a real piece of a- engineering you know. Uh it was uh, done r- very right with a uh, lot of good person involved in board of that project you know yeah. who who uh, was, it was involved a real nice
0: who, who was uh, who was involved in the, the, the in the design
1: uh, of the A-Frame?
0: yeah of, of of really really the the initial the initial twin track uh what was there... Uh, the, was the, the one the, the in-
1: okay the initial uh project was uh, back in uh, 1980 uh, the 81 twin track. uh rejean did the, the first drawing and uh, mostly all of it uh, with our ideas you know we, uh, I've said many times before, you know, uh, we were putting our, our heart and uh, our soul into that, you know, and, uh, uh, it was mostly sketch from one and the other, you know, But we, people think that we were a, a big group, you know, but, uh, honestly, we were about three to four guys, you know, uh, doing all, uh, all of that, you know, and, uh. Uh, but the uh, I would say was the the initial uh uh drawer of the uh the Twin Track designer I would say.
0: Yeah. What was uh, what was uh Skidoo's uh um um really uh idea or or the what how did, how did they justify building such an exotic machine um just for just for racing uh was it did they really totally uh uh, wanted to do a big marketing push uh, for the for the Skidoo brand uh, uh, because it didn't really represent any any particular uh, model that they had, obviously because of twin track design. Um, and what approximately would the budget be for 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 developing uh, a sled like that in in the early early years?
1: Uh, budgeting, uh, I would say at the time, our our budget for the first year was probably. Uh, Half a million, you know, for the the, the season. Uh, that's about what we spent, you know, for the to develop the machine for the first year, you know. Yeah. And uh, we uh, we kept working, you know, uh, year after year uh, to uh, to get more out of it. Uh, the twin track was not uh, belie- I don't. I don't believe it was uh, built, you know, for marketing purposes, you know. Uh, the idea was uh, only uh, when we built that thing. It was mostly to uh, to win, you know. That was our our first I- idea, and we wanted to uh, to make sure we had the the fastest sled, you know, cornering, and uh, th- that was it, you know. Uh, that's why we came with that idea. Uh-huh. Uh, Gilles Villeneuve had built one, you know, uh, a few years back. I believe it was in '74. Uh, his was uh, a piece of art too, you know, at the time it was working good, uh, but it was not really looking like a real snowmobile, you know, Uh yeah. twin track of course was not, uh, was not, uh, uh, a, a, a real snowmobile either, but it was more, uh, like the style of a snowmobile. You know, uh, that's why we prefer, uh, we prefer preferred that design, you know, at the time. Yeah
0: now did, did was there was there any uh uh technically um uh, so, I, I, items or any any uh um suspension or anything like that that, that uh, came kind of followed from the Alouette twin tracker to the Skidoo twin tracker as far as uh, uh drives no, or not, or anything like that do. nothing eh yeah
1: so the, the the only thing that we have in common was the uh, differential for uh, the track differential. We had a, uh, a slipping uh, which was installed. It was a, basically a motorcycle clutch that we were using to uh, disengage the uh, inside track. You know, uh, Gil was uh, using something I believe about the same type of clutching, but I don't I don't remember. Exactly what kind of uh, clutching he was, uh, but the principle by itself was the same, you know. Yeah, uh, we were uh, b- both agile, uh, and our machine had a differential to uh, distinguish the inside track mm-hmm. to transfer the the whole power on the outside track. You know, that was it. But the rest, of course, we we had a, a an independent front suspension. Uh, so is us too. But his was a rear engine, our was a front engine. You know. Yeah did
0: did Jill ever did Jill did Jill ever get a chance to try uh, uh, the early uh, early uh, uh, twin tracker from Skidoo?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, he came uh, back in uh, '81 at the Richelieu uh, Park in Montreal. We had a race there, and Jill was uh, racing for Ferrari at the time. Uh, but he wa- he had a sp- special permission from Fer- Ferrari to uh, come and race uh, this unique race in Montreal. Uh, that's the uh, the only time he raced the thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, he did some practice and uh, at the racetrack in Valcourt, you know, at night and uh, Smash one. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> he was a he was a unique driver, you know, and a real gentleman too, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um uh, but we were in we were in communication, you know, uh, with Jill and uh, ourselves, you know, uh, when he was in Italy uh, to uh, with the Ferrari, uh, he was sending us some information on some calculation that uh uh engineering stuff, you know, that uh, he had done on his side and submit uh to us some information related to some ratios and stuff like that for gearing. And, really? That, you know, uh, and clutching, uh, yeah.
0: So he was kind uh, of offering his uh, his opinions on the uh, on the on the uh, original twin trackers uh, uh what yeah, uh, yeah.
1: yeah he, even <laughs> if he uh he, even if he was a millionaire, you know. Uh and involved uh, involve, uh, uh full time on on uh, car racing, uh, he had his mind into snowmobile. you know. Yeah. He always uh like uh and uh enjoy snowmobiling, you know mm-hmm. especially racing mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah if, if 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 only if only he uh he uh he he had lived uh, what uh, what could have been eh <laughs> so um
1: yeah of course yeah, yeah.
0: um okay so uh, uh the, the, the twin tracker uh developed over 81 and 82 um and um, you you added uh, the two fifty and the three forty. Um, who was who was doing the uh, most of the uh, the testing uh, uh, out of the out of the race shop back then? Was it just um, was it just Jacques or uh, and, and Brad had joined later, hadn't
1: he? Yeah, Bradley uh, joined the team after uh, uh, the uh, when the Scorpion uh, you know went out of business and the Arctic at the same time. So uh, we had a contract with Bradley, uh, and they uh, they were both testing, you know, the the twin track at the time. But that was the uh, second generation, though. Uh-huh. Uh, first uh, generation, it was only Jacques and uh, Claude D'Arrosi that were doing the uh, the testing. Right.
0: Now, so so. Um, mm-hmm. It, you know, the, the twin trackers, you know, they, they were spectacular uh, uh, racing kind of thing, and and uh, it, it, it twin tracker racing continued up until um, 85, 86, in and around there. Is that correct? Mm. Is that my, my
1: recollection? No, anyway? well, uh, uh, we end up with the race team and. 84 was the last year for a uh, factory race team, you know. Right. So two years after uh Artic got the uh, bankruptcy. So we uh, we kept uh, continuing to uh, develop the twin track and having uh, uh, two factory drivers, you know, to develop. So, and uh, after that, uh, back in 84, we decided that... Uh, that was that was it with the factory team, and we wanted to uh, put a circuit together uh with uh, twin tracks and uh, building twin tracks so that's how uh i start making uh about twenty twenty five twin tracks a year you know to sell to an independent racer you know? yep yep uh, and that circuit went on to, it was called the uh well, they, it was sponsored by uh, McDonald Export Tobacco, uh, Export-A, yeah. The Export-A series, uh, called the Sports Series at the time, uh, yep. went on for until 1991, if 92 probably. Okay. I'm not sure about that, but uh, yeah. around there, I would say.
0: Yeah, was well, nineteen nineteen eighty four. 1984. So we... W- yeah. yeah, okay, so so in, in 1984... You were also starting to develop the um, the um, the Skidoo Pro Stock sled at, at, at that time. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. Th- that that must have been pretty hectic around the race shop. Uh, you you have uh, you know um, you know the, the Twin Trackers were, were 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 very popular, but then you also had to bring in uh, these uh, Pro Stock machines, uh, um, which, mm-hmm. which was was for again uh, uh, stock racing. It must have been it must have been pretty hectic around the, yeah. around the race shop back then
1: yeah yeah of course uh well uh we had the uh the uh, pro stock project uh, working on you know with uh, uh, gerard uh, Karpik and uh, uh, randy his brother. so uh, we have a few guys over there uh, working really hard on it we built a uh, hundred sled that year uh, to meet the uh, requirement from uh, the uh, uh, sanctioning bodies you know uh, I can tell you that building 100 sleds, you know, uh, like that, all handmade and uh, plus 25 twin 20 track, it was a hell of a job, you know. I bet, yeah. We were working, <laughs> uh, we were working almost day and night, you know, to achieve so. and uh, But it, it was fun, you know. The uh, Pro Stock uh, have been really successful that year. Ski-Doo in the stock series, uh, I would say, back in '84, didn't have much to offer, you know, for a racer. So when the pro stock came out, uh, well, it was a real, uh, a real uh, fun in uh, in the house, you know, for uh, Skidoo racers. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the the I even remember your brother, when uh, Kenny, uh, that uh, went uh, racing snowcross in Ontario and few, and he won uh, for us. Uh, in Alexandria, the first race of the year in yeah. Prostock. Yeah, the first race of the year. Uh, Remember that? <laughs> I do. Yeah, yeah. He was.
0: Uh, that was. Uh, it was a
1: good time. And yeah. uh,
0: Gerard was his mechanic uh, for that event. And uh, I tell you that uh, Ken. Yeah, yeah. Ken, Ken's very appreciative of, of his of his years with Skidoo. I think uh, because uh, he had some good times yeah. with you with you too. I mean, uh, you, uh, uh, you 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 uh-huh. hired him. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, of course. But. Um, uh so, so, and i also the, the the race shop was very small back then it was just a little a small little shop and, and you were developing all these uh all these uh, twin trackers and uh and, and pro stock machines out of this small little uh racing department Al- almost a few at a time like the this was no assembly line this was uh this was uh like uh
1: only yeah few we, at a time. we were they, yeah we were building like 10 at the time you know so uh we built the chassis all together of course but uh, then the uh, assembly was done like ten at the time so uh, because we didn't have much space to do it you know and uh, yeah yeah uh, it was it was a real project you know a real fun project i can tell you that yeah now we,
0: the, the the twin track the twin track problem e- e- ended was was there any, and then they they kind of went to a single track format kind of thing. It, it just it, it just kind of phased out. Was there was there anything else on the table um, to um, re- replace the twin track um, back then? Was there any ideas of any of the future projects that, that uh, might replace the twin track even better? Was I mean, was there anything like that that you could talk about now?
1: <laughs> well, uh, as far as have, I'm uh, concerned, you know. Uh uh, during damn years, uh, I wanted to uh, keep on working on the twin track and uh, had the ideas to develop uh, a probably more future machine uh, than it, but uh, my idea was to uh, keep on going with twin tracks. And um, we uh, developed a, a single tracker, but was a 250 based on the uh, twin track suspension, you know. Uh, we built a few of them, too. But they were single-trackers, To be right? honest with you, no. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The 250 were a single-tracker. Yeah. They, they resam, You know, they, they look very close to a twin-track. Oh, know. yeah, for sure. You yeah. need to take... Yeah, yeah. and uh, But uh, they, they, they were a single-track. Uh, of course, with a 250, the speed wasn't uh, high enough, you know, uh, to... Uh, Justified uh, two tracks, and uh, probably uh, uh, the machine by itself wasn't fast enough, you know, for for uh, twin track. Yeah. So that's why it was a single tracker.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh
1: but uh, uh, yeah, yeah, go on.
0: Oh, I was just saying, uh, so the, 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 you had the, the 250 program. Now, um, was it was it looking like um, uh, like like these sleds were not going to. Uh, Sustain themselves, uh, you know, after after the twin track program, um, um, because Skidoo kind of they, they kind of dropped out of, of that type of racing, um, probably because all the, all the other manufacturers dropped out.
1: Well, uh, I don't know why they did that, to be honest with you, uh, because uh, they weren't spending that much money for the sports series at the time, you know, uh, if we look at uh, what they're spending into racing these days—it uh, was a real, a real joke, you know. Yeah. What we were spending at the time, and uh, uh, they were, you know, uh, drawing a lot of attention uh, on the circuit. The, the uh, uh, oval race, uh, for myself, was uh, drawing a lot, a uh, lot more people at the time than uh, snowcross was. Of course, no cross was under development, and uh, it was a complementary uh, program to uh, to uh, oval racing. Uh, but obviously, uh, some group had decided that uh, we had to be, uh, let's say, fighting each other. Yeah. Either it was no cross uh, survive uh, oval uh, can survive, and uh, vice versa. You know. Uh, I'm I'm sad about that a bit, you know. Uh, They should uh, have been uh, keeping working, you know, on on oval racing. Uh, It was still uh, as American or Canadian, you know. Yeah, it's in our life to uh, look at uh, machine uh, going circle, you know. Uh, you look at uh, Hindi or uh, even uh, Daytona and stuff like that. You know, it's in it's in our our blood. Uh, oval racing is in our blood, you know. Yep. Of course, I, I don't have nothing against snowcross. It's nice to see snowcross and uh, the way they jump and all of that. But I, I I still don't understand why they have to fight each other. You know, at the time. So that's why they end up with the. You know the uh, skidoo program, uh, the direction that change, and uh, well, there's always some smart people that thinks you know they will reinvent the wheel, and uh, they have put all their eggs in the same bag, you know, and decide to uh, work into snow cross and they forgot totally our origin of uh, of uh, oval racing, you know. Right. Uh, wh- why didn't they kept you know boat? Even today, I look at what is being done. You know, on all the like the TLR Cup, they're they're trying to to uh, have something going on. You know, but it's never going to be like it was because there's no support from any manufacturer now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the TLR it's Cup they they they're, they're, they're doing a good yeah, job you know. they they're doing a good job they got live tee they got live yeah, streaming yeah, yeah, yeah. live streaming uh they, they they do a really good job and, and kudos to those guys for doing it then uh mm-hmm. the sleds are very high tech and uh yeah. and uh, you know they're doing they're doing a fantastic job you know there's there's there's, there's definitely not a I'd, li- I'd like to see more racers uh like uh like uh, yeah, they, yeah. they they barely they barely uh you know you know fill the fill the, st- the start line with uh with a good group but uh you know they got it. They, they're, they're doing good i mean you know if they keep plugging away they're uh they're they're gonna do good you know maybe get the cost down Can get to get more sleds out there yeah, well but uh
1: um you know uh
0: yeah so um um okay so so the the the, the, pro, the pro stock uh the, the pro stock the, the pro stock sleds even they um were were, were very exotic exotic uh, in their in, in in building um and and the, the skidoo production sleds—they were—they were—they uh, were going a, um, a, almost a completely different direction as far as the production sleds. Was was there any was there any fighting yeah. b- between between them uh, and, and and the production people because uh, um, he, this is the suspension was was quite you know um, innovative in, in the pro stock sled and uh, and the production sleds had the more traditional type suspension.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you know. Uh, engineering guys uh it's hard i would say you know for them to admit that they don't have the uh, the proper uh, equipment or stuff like that they always try to build you know what uh, they think uh, it's going to be a better seller uh but of course there there were some fight going on between the racing department and uh and the engineering people uh at the time we were viewed, you know like us we were like some artists you know <laughs> uh, not not really uh based on uh, production engineering yeah of course but you know uh I was I was not really happy, you know, uh, when uh, they came out with the production machine, and it wasn't really the same. I be beside the name, you know. Yeah. Yep. Wasn't really be- the same as the Pro Stock. Uh, the Pro Stock was not, uh, uh, you know, uh, perfect at the time, but we had a good base idea. You know, it was only a matter to. Uh, work on to uh debug it more you know and probably advance more with uh, suspension and stuff like that but yeah. the rest was uh, the idea was there you know
0: yeah i mean cosmetically they looked they looked uh, very 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 close cosmetically uh but uh, suspension wise they were totally different and uh and, and uh, the pro stock was dominant <laughs> you know in uh in engineering and, and and on the racetrack and uh i mean you, you'd no way see uh the production sled uh on, on, on the track back then. Anyway, once the, once the pro stack was gone, then yeah, there was the screw had a a very good platform, you know, for, uh, for oval racing, Mm -hmm. uh, for, for production. Maybe maybe you can talk about that. I said, so, so, um, the oval racing was, was, it was booming for, for the twin trackers and, uh, production back in the mid eighties. And, um, uh, again it, it was it was extremely popular i mean you, you had you had all these different classes for for uh stock racing and and you had a pretty darn good team uh back then uh, you know, wayne nicholson and uh, lenny benoit came on and uh um the deckers were all racing uh I mean, to talk about uh the pressures to win back then
1: well pressure to win you know we were building our own pressure uh we uh we were so dedicated to, uh, to racing, you know, uh, we didn't, we, we didn't have, you know, to, uh, I should say, um, we didn't have to, uh, put our, uh, our soul, you know, and, and, in, uh, into racing by itself. You know, we, it, we, it was there, you know, we, we were de- dedicated to, uh, to win. And, uh, of course we had some pressure, you know, from, our, our boss at the time, but uh, yeah, we were we were doing our best, you know, and uh, uh, you know that was it. It was natural for us, you know, and we were doing it.
0: Yeah, because I, we I were doing the job. I, I, unlike the unlike the twin trackers, all the manufacturers were involved in the in the stock racing, and uh, yeah. um, uh, you know, all the manufacturers wanted to win. I mean, every one of them. Uh, and, and some of them had huge projects, um, Articat and Polaris had huge uh, oval racing projects going on. You know, to to, to beat to, to beat and match uh, Skidoo. Um, so so Skidoo, Skidoo went with with more of a stock stock racing. Um, how, how did you how did you feel about um, you know kind of the, the the demise of the twin trackers and and the, and more escalating demand for the. Uh, for the, uh, stock oval racing, uh, classes?
1: Well, to me, it was, uh, you know, I was happy of it, you know, because it justified that, uh, the work that we, uh, we were doing was, uh, you know, uh, well received from racer. And, uh, we put skidoo on top them years because, uh, uh the, the the machine was were uh, performing very well and uh, we were happy about that you know really yeah. happy
0: yeah so um maybe maybe you could you could talk about some of the racers that you had uh and and you know you know back then um um Jacques Villeneuve what what uh, what's your what's your opinion of Jacques Villeneuve and uh um I mean he he I think I he raced almost almost his total uh his his whole career what, 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 yeah. <laughs> was, well, he, he did. I mean, he he spent a a, a couple years on player a player sled and ski rule kind of thing like that. But uh, most of his career was on the skidoo. Yeah. Uh, um, talk about Jacques Villeneuve, Is your your relationship with uh, with Jacques?
1: Jacques and I, we we had a pretty good relationship. Uh, especially uh, it started, you know, back in 1980, uh, he came aboard the team, you know, for the first year. And uh, after 10 years uh, that we didn't win the uh, World Championship, Jack gave us that title that year. So uh, from that point on, we knew uh, all of us that we had uh, one of the as I described as the hardest charger uh, driver on the circuit, you know. Uh, That guy never, I say, never and never gave up until the end, you know. Mm -hmm. I remember in, in, uh, I believe it was in Winnipeg a year, uh, he blew a track on his uh, uh, twin track, you know. Uh, So he kept... You know, he continued racing, he never gave up, even if he was going only on one track, you know. <laughs> and that was uh, the best, you know, description of Jacques Villeneuve. He never gave up, you know, no matter what.
0: Yeah. Now, um, okay, another another uh, big popular racer, uh, well, there was a, there was a whole family of them, but the Deckers. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. Again, Skidoo. Uh, they race Skidoo most their most almost all their career, I guess. Um, talk about the Deckers. Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, I've been working mostly with uh, Mike, and uh, as, me- as a mechanic, I was uh, assigned to uh, Alan, and uh, Alan uh, was a, a real, a real Skidoo uh, guy. You know. uh with really yellow blood into him you know Uh, that guy was uh, a fine tuner and uh, I won't say that he was the most spectacular guy out there but uh, really consistent you know Uh, he was always there you know in the top three and he won uh, a few races and won the uh, number one uh, bib uh, for 1980 and uh, that was his the best of his career, I believe. Uh Mike, uh he wasn't there at you know uh, at the proper time I would say. He had an injury that year and uh, that ends up his career which he do. Mm-hmm. Uh Chuck uh never won on the team by itself, but uh he was uh, I believe the best uh of the decker. The hardest charger, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh very good as a, a tuner too. The best tuner from the family was uh, uh, the the oldest brother. Uh, Alan. Uh, I, I, like, Alan. I I just miss his name. Alan. Uh, yeah. Not no, not Alan. The uh, the, old, the uh, there was Mike, uh, Chuck, Alan, and uh, whatever. The oldest one. Uh, uh, he was uh, the uh, the. Yeah, he was uh the, the best uh, tuner of the, the whole group, you know. Yeah. it was a fan I don't really dedicated to Steve, anything, Steve, you know. Steve, Steve, Steve. Steve, Steve, yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. Steve, if you were us. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, okay. You know, um uh, Yeah. So uh, um okay, um Gerard Karpik.
1: Gerard um uh, Engineering wise, one of the top, you know, uh, that guy is, uh, you know, he, he, he worked really hard, you know, day, day and night uh, into design in his mind and then putting on the table after, you know, and uh, he did some great, great, great stuff, you know, for snowmobile. I'm not saying only skidoo, you know, but uh, for the whole thing, you know. Yeah, uh, it was a he was a good racer too. That's why they call him the king, uh, because uh, he was smart, you know, uh, by uh, preparing his, his sled and and doing stuff on suspension, and and uh, he was really really sharp on that. Yeah, yeah. Gerard, Gerard was top uh, cross country racer at the time, you know. And even today, I'm not sure, uh, you know, if uh, we we go back uh, with the machine that uh, uh, that are uh, racing right now, you know, or a ref chassis and all of that, I would I would like to see him you know uh, 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 racing now, you know. Uh, of course, if he was younger, you know, but uh, right. he was he was a smart guy, you know, really a smart guy.
0: Yeah, um, th- no, there there was I, I guess some. Um... Um. Oh, what would you call it? Uh, uh. I mean. I mean. Gerard. Gerard was developing a lot of race, uh, race components, and race, and 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 providing uh, engineering ideas for race sleds. How how come Skidoo did not continue to keep working with Gerard for in in the production realm? Um. You know. He he was obviously a, a bright a bright engineer. And had some great ideas. Why do Why do you think uh, Skidoo never continued working with Gerard? Uh,
1: well, you should ask Skidoo about that.
0: not Me, <laughs> I, I mean, you, you were you were there when he was there, and, and 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 seen and seen what he was doing, and and stuff like that. Um, um, was it just because the uh, the the uh, the other R and D people just they didn't get along with the with the racing people, or?
1: No, 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 uh, no, I won't say that, you know, uh, when Gerard was there, he had uh, working in valcour you know, uh, he, he had a good relationship with, with all of us, you know, and uh, if, if it didn't work uh, further on, I would say uh, probably it was more uh, financial stuff, you know, yeah. Uh, of course, uh, probably Gerard wanted more, and Skidoo didn't want to pay more. That's probably why uh, it, it ended up that way. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. You can. Uh, I believe you can read uh, in between lines. Yeah.
0: Okay. For sure. <laughs> 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 okay. Well. Uh, all right. Um, uh, anything? Anything else you want to add uh, about your about your years with uh, with Skidoo? Uh, you know, you you you
1: know
0: you're doing you're, you're working completely.
1: Well, different... I, I should I should say, uh, yeah, I should say one thing. You know, before before uh, it's ended, up, uh, you know, I had a real good career with Skidoo, and I was really proud of what I did. Uh, but uh, I, the only thing that I'm sad about, you know, it's the way uh, all the uh, racing project went. At the end, especially for oval racing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, they should have continued to uh, work with the oval racing, you know, no matter, you know, if uh, the other manufacturer were there or not. It's still, uh, I believe, a good way to sell machine, you know, and to show people uh, what uh, what a snowmobile can do, and oval racing was a, a good way to... Uh, Sell all of this, you know, and put our name out there right and I'm sad uh, to see that uh, uh, the other manufacturers why they quit you know and why they didn't came back, and why they don't support it anymore, but for the rest. I'm happy of what I did, you know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you, you,
0: you. I mean, your your years at Skidoo were they had to be the most hectic because it was the the, 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 the really the heyday of racing uh, back then. You, you look, mm-hmm. you know, the, the the late 70s and 80s and into the early 90s. That was the busiest time for sure for developing developing race leads. And uh, you were at the helm uh, at Skidoo back then, and. Uh, and uh, it was busy busy times and busy days and a, a lot of, a lot of good equipment came out of the screw race shop because uh because of your 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 uh your 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 time there so good for you
1: mm-hmm. so yeah yeah all right, all right chester was uh, uh just you... just ima- okay go ahead yeah i i was gonna, just going to say you know just imagine uh with all the equipment that exists now like cat uh, cam system you know and Machining and CNC stuff, you know, uh, all that kind of stuff that we didn't have at the time. What it would be today if we will still uh, building a lead, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah, uh, the game would probably have been very different. Um, but you know, we did it with uh, with the, you know, with some equipment that was proper at the time. But uh, today, just imagine what it would be now yeah
0: yeah for sure well i mean it's uh, this, this, mm-hmm. people appreciate it more when uh when you're building something by hand <laughs> instead of by machine
1: but yeah of course yeah, yeah so yeah.
0: Well. well chester it was yeah. it was great talking to you and it was uh, it was nice uh, catching up with you uh last summer in uh in rockport uh, at the uh, vintage festival there it was uh, great seeing you again there and uh I knew, I knew i was gonna have to uh get get back in touch with you and uh and talk about uh the old days uh because uh um it was fun I, you know when I, when I knew you back then and uh and uh you're um you're 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 doing uh, something different now um do you you
1: know you're you're not in the snowmobile business um um a Honda dealer in Saint-Jean-sur-Richelieu you know uh they treat me very well you know they're good people and uh i'm very uh, very glad to be with them you know and uh, i love what i'm doing right now you know it's awesome. it's a good company to work with uh, i like honda you know they're they're good they're good people i yeah. like them okay so if if, mm-hmm. if if
0: anybody wants to uh to uh, look you up and uh in and uh, in, uh you know look for a honda car or truck um uh what dealership you at
1: it's under uh, de Saint-Jean. It's uh, we're on the South Shore of Montreal, about 20, 25 kilometers from uh, Champlain Bridge on the South Shore. Yeah. Saint-Jean-sur-Richelieu.
0: Yeah, Same. Okay, well, if anybody needs a car or truck, yep. uh, drop in there and see uh, see uh, Chester, and and I'm sure you will talk about uh, some snowmobile racing with them uh, if if they do, right?
1: <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> I've got some people that are uh, stopping by once in a while, you know, and uh, some guys from Manitoba and uh, other guys even from the uh, B.C. that stopped uh, a few years ago and uh, wanted to talk with me. So it's nice to talk uh, snowmobile, uh, even if I'm in the car business. I still love snowmobile, you know. Oh, well, for sure. Yeah. I go to shows and stuff like that. I, I like that, you know. It's in my mind, Eh. Yeah. Never going to quit, for sure. Yeah, yeah
0: so... Okay, well, I appreciate you. I appreci- anyway, by I pre-
1: talking with you, Gordon,